Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Well, the, the gamble here that's been suggested to me is that we bet on if Raymundo is going to cry at his wedding. Good one. Yeah. It's a good bet. What would you take? Uh, yes. Cry. He's going to cry. He's a very emotional person. He acts tough, but deep inside he's an emotional person. Wow, I'll take you won't cry. Really? You I want- mean, but if Lunchbox cried, Ray's going to cry. Exactly. I, but I didn't cry, yes, so that's the did. whole point. He did cry. You cried. We were See, all there. You guys all lie on my name, and I don't appreciate it, but you guys, whatever makes you feel better. I'll take 20 bucks against both of you guys. Okay. Okay. You're in. Ray, you think you're going to cry? Uh, I was telling the guys one of the more emotional times in my life was when I found out she had breast cancer. At that moment, I didn't cry. But when I was in the hospital at the moment that it was all happening, that is when I did cry a little bit. So I w- I'm putting it at 50 50. I'd say this is a great little bet, guys. Amy, you want some action? Sure. I say he cries. Good one, Amy. Yeah, okay. Amy. I'll put 20 up against you, too. <laughs> I'll go 20, 20, 20. I'm the house, I guess. Bones, when I got married and I saw my my bride come down the aisle, I bawled. Lunchbox, he cried. Didn't. You, you're (laughs) going to cry. Ray's going to cry, dude. You think I'll cry? Yes. Yes, you will. Uh, You're going to cry. Yes, you will. Should we put money on it, guys? Yeah, Yeah, I'll put money on it right now. 20. Not yet, not yet. Okay, Ray, speaking of bets, what's your lock of the week this week? So uh, this one took a lot of thought. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for it, so I really don't want to reveal it, but I want people to make money. Well, Ray sent me all my money, because I made big money last week on Ray's Lock of the Week. I've made some serious cash off betting Ray's games. So, Ray, if you don't mind, the people would like to get paid. So uh, what I'm going to go with is the college football this time. Mm. On Saturday, and... I have a lot of friends that are Tennessee Vols fans. My fiance is a huge Tennessee Vols fan. Heck, I even have a hat that I wear on the weekends that's wow. Tennessee Vols. But Missouri plus 11 and a half is a lock. Absolute guaranteed winner. Oh. Their, quarter, their quarterback's from T, uh, TCU. He is dual threat. He's an amazing quarterback. Mizzou might even win the game, and they get 11 and a half points. Take that one. What's your question? My question is, where does he get these locks? Uh, (laughs) Look at websites. I crunch some numbers, but a lot of it's my gut. I've been gambling for eight years now. I'm not a professional. I have another job that I do this one, but (laughs) I do feel very, very strongly about my betting picks. Okay, because, yeah, I just... Curious how he comes up with it. And I, I get that you got lucky the last two weeks, Bobby. But I just get nervous for listeners that might be. I don't want anybody to put, like, all their eggs in one basket. Yeah. What if someone's listening right now and they're desperate for cash and they're like, this is my one chance. Well, I'm going to tell, tell, tell you about Ray's basket. Pretty profitable. Oh, gosh. Bones. Okay. What? Oh so do you give him All a I know is I bet with Ray three. Um, I, he, yes, kind of. I don't give him a cut of the winnings, but I give him a few bucks to make the bet for me. Okay. So he places it for you. Mm-hmm. Because it's all offshore crap right now with Bitcoin. But he sent me, last night he sent me money. He was like, here's, you want to see how much, Amy? Yeah. What time did Ray text me? Here you go. Shit. Here you go. Yeah. Is it a big number? Yeah! No. I don't, for some reason I can't hear you. Because I'm not talking to the mic. Oh. <laughs> how much did you bet? $250. Okay. Because I won so much the week not before a bad, with Ray. Not a bad, uh, bad you know, four hours or however long it takes to play a football game. Well, all I'm saying is, Ray, you'll be mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't bet that game, but oh. I trust. What you're not going to bet it? No, no, I wouldn't normally. I wouldn't Unless Ray one, said so. But Ray is Ray's oh, the keeper no, of the, the lock. Just All I know is there have been three bets with Ray, and two of them have paid off. Yeah! I'm glad you didn't listen to him Monday night then. No, I just want the lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raymundo, thank you. Yep, absolutely. You know, they're making sports betting legal in Tennessee in the next yes, couple weeks. We can't wait. So they, is what we're doing illegal? Uh, talking about it? No. Yeah, technically. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he has to do it offshore, Amy. That's Some why- states it's legal. Oh, but okay. Got right it. now where we are, it's not yet. Like in Arkansas, you can go to the racetrack and bet sports. Legal there. Mm-hmm. You make can do it even more places. In Pennsylvania, you can get on an app and do it. Mm-hmm. All of it's different in places. But uh, I'm going to go hop on with Raymundo. Amy, the website I use, they charge my credit card un- under, like, Jimmy's yeah, sandwich shop in Jersey. I know. So you know that's shady. <laughs> so it can't be legal. No. Uh, thank you, Raymundo. Yep. Lunchbox, tell me the story about the guy that was arrested because he was in their daughter's closet. Dude, he met her online. How old? He's like in his 30s or he's old and she's like 15 and he was living in the closet for a month. Hers. Yes. And the parents didn't know. Like, how do you not know, first of all, that your daughter, that there's someone in the closet? Do you never go in their room and does he wait till they leave for work and then he climbs out the window? I, I can't fathom them not knowing another human is living in their closet. How does he get fed? Aside from the real creepy awful part of it like how does he eat she, he's obviously not working at a job how does he just sit around that long what's he wearing does he take showers especially with quarantine guys Do, I don't think most people are quarantining anymore oh. I think people are making yeah like my house is my kids are at school right. I'm at work like I and I have to say this might make me a bad mom but I go in my daughter's room to wake her up I don't ever go in her closet I'm, and she has her, her own bathroom thinking we all leave for the day. If she was hiding somebody in there, he comes out, maybe goes to the kitchen, makes himself a snack, yeah, goes so he, up, takes a shower, goes back in the closet. Risky, man. They, I were, mean, they were leaving for work, so he came out when they, yeah, they went to work. I, I could see how, I don't know that I've been in my daughter's closet in the last 30 days, but you can guarantee I'm going to go now. Louisiana man 36 oh. is arrested when Florida parents discover he's been living in their 15-year-old daughter's closet for more than a month oh my after gosh. he met the teen online two years ago and traveled to meet her for sex. Oh, oh, my heart and my stomach. My stomach's turning and my heart is breaking. That is... Imagine. And where does she meet this guy? Online. online. Exactly. But oh. where? Does it say, like, um, what? <sighs> no. Okay, that I'm always curious about that because they just... That's a predator, and he sought her out, and that just makes mm-hmm. me so angry. Imagine if you're a dad and you find that dude. You probably just kill him if you, yeah, if you can. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've thought, my, I thought myself, like, what do you do in that situation? For sure. I mean, I, it's worth going to jail for. Yeah, but then you leave your kids. I, know. I have this argument no, with I'm my husband all the time. No, I'm saying it's a reaction. Exactly. Oh, I understand. Because there's not a lot of time to go, well, here's what I would do. I see right. this happening. Let me really gather my thoughts. You probably see Ugh. it and go, oh, my God, and it takes over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't that a wild story? Oh, yeah. They met through VR chat. It's a virtual reality social platform that allows creators to have a 3D character, and they met in there. Oh. My 3D character on basketball, Psycho. I try to make look like me. Yeah? Does, it, does he look like you? Kind I, I haven't met him yet. You haven't. Mm-hmm. I just changed his name. He's not Junior anymore? Mm-hmm. No. Now he's the magician. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. He's a little taller. Caitlin gave me a lot of crap because I made my last guy exactly to like specs, body, everything. Mm-hmm. And she came in and she was like, This guy looks just like you. 
everything about him except you made him 6'1". Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my family gives me a hard time about it, too. And I'm like, this is not real. I can do whatever I want with this guy because my guy has big muscles. I mean, he's ripped. I'm not ripped. Oh, my, you're not? My wife goes, you should probably make him, like, balling on top. You can. <laughs> I know There's you now can. a hairstyle for that. <laughs> it's messed up. What, Amy? Nothing. Y'all are funny. What? You know, we're breaking down your imaginary character. Our avatars. <laughs> it's a real thing. Well, you, walk, you walk around the neighborhood, everybody else has theirs. Yes. What neighborhood? The neighborhood, the, the neighborhood the of the game. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were talking about your own neighborhood. No, 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 no. The neighborhood in the game. It's cool. Do you There's have a, a house? Of, yes. Yeah, you have a place, like an apartment. Bobby's place is cool. How do you day. pay for it? You play uh, basketball. Do you and Eddie live in the same neighborhood? No. Uh, well, we, well, yeah, uh, some, kind of. We kind of go to each other's neighborhood. We so would you play on an outdoor oh court or an indoor court? Both. Both. <laughs> you can go play on the street ball courts. When you're practicing? No, yeah. you, you play against other guys that are playing. And that's a game? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a court at home, too. And then we have a court I have a court in my condo. Yes. And then we, you play at the arenas for your NBA games. Or you can go to, like, the YMCA mm-hmm. and play these rec games where you wear jerseys, but it's not quite NBA against other real people. Do they really, really cool. call it the YMCA? It's no. called the rec. It's called, the re- like, the rec center. I was going to say, wow, quite the endorsement there. You can laugh, but there's a reason why. I'm not laughing. With, Good job. with millennials, esports is bigger than normal sports. Bigger than everything but football. I don't know if that's a good thing. I wasn't laughing. You were. You were judging, no, though. I, mm, you said we bit. were funny. Like, ah, oh, you guys are funny. Oh, okay. Well, I meant like ridiculous. <laughs> You're rolling your eyes now. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm sure one day I'll be there too. I'll have my avatar. <laughs> in your gamer chair. Yeah. I do have a pretty cool gamer chair. I, although Eddie plays, I, t- I always say this on the show, in the same room as his wife is sleeping. Mm-hmm. I do not know how. Which, is, is, is there like. Yes. Yes. Oh, there's definitely no. a lot of clicking and that'll wake up my wife sometimes. Yes. I don't know. She's cool. She's cool, but I can't talk. That's Our the only thing. really like, as cool as Eddie makes everything seem to be. Everything just seems to be. It's cool. You've met my it's wife. Cool. She's so laid back. I know she's so like, laid back. If, if I make still. her mad, I did something really bad. Okay. Yes. Amy, the wife probably after the four kids, she passes out exhausted. And Eddie's right. Like, yeah, that's I'm like that's exactly right. Eddie's never like coming in exhausted from his four children. He's never. His wife is never getting mad at him. I'm like, I need to what? I need to live in this house. He does come in. You'll hear on the show later today. Exhausted from video games, though. Right. Yes. Straight up late playing video games. <laughs> An anonymous player claims a two hundred and two million dollar Mega Millions jackpot. Oh my god! Because of the new law in New Jersey, which was just started, I think this year, you don't have to say who you are. That's huge. But Lunchbox says he would never. Keep it anonymous. No, why would you? The whole point of being rich is so people know it. That's why you buy a big house. That's why you drive a Ferrari, so people know you got money. Not just to own that cool no, stuff. No, that's why you go on a private jet, so people know you're rich. But if you Not are... the convenience of a private jet? If you're living in Mountain Pine, Arkansas, and all of a sudden you've got seven cars, a Ferrari, a Porsche, <laughs> and you know someone in town has won the Mega Millions, yeah, you probably know that's you. Uh-huh. Like... Uh, the Mega Millions jackpot winner who declined publicity claimed the $202 million on February 11th. But that's pretty nutty, huh? Wow. I mean, that's a lot of money to where you don't do anything anymore, right? Like exactly. nothing. You don't even have to get out of bed. I would see it the opposite way. <laughs> oh, I would see that's stop. so much money that you can put all your effort into whatever exactly you want to do. And you can go as hard as you want at that only because it makes you money or not. Like you can... It's just so funny oh, how our minds yeah, work. Yeah, lay on the beach. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, you see it as like, all right, I got money to now do I have now what I want to do. Yeah, now I have the freedom to go exact, do exactly what I want to do. I got so many goals. I don't have to worry about the, the bull crap. Wow. 
I see it as like, wow, I'm going to do nothing for the rest of my life. It's going to be great. And no I see plans. it as I'm going to do more, and it's going to be exactly what I want to do. Because <laughs> I'm doing so much crap now Yeah, that's a means to get to somewhere else. You know, this radio show is the most important thing to me, but I do some TV stuff. Like, I did so many things as a means to get my own show, which I now have on Nat Geo. I did so many dopey TV things that I was like, are you kidding me? I don't even want, really want to do this, but I know that the next step from this is my own show. Mm. So... I, yeah, if I went 202 million, that'd be awesome. Oh man, so awesome! I'd build it. No, I didn't. You just buy your own show. What do you mean? Yeah, you'd own it. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't do the radio show anymore if you did the. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He for would. sure. I would do a, I would do a pod. I would do this show either at 4 p.m. Because <laughs> that's when you'd like to do it. Yeah, I would do it at 4 p.m. and they could then load it up in the morning, or I would just do a couple hour podcast and just be a straight podcast, mm. and do like. Joe Rogan does. Yeah. Just have people over, you know? Sometimes on my music podcast, I'm so tired by the end of the day mm-hmm. that I'm like, I gotta do more interviews. And there's, it's still great. I know how lucky I am, but you're just like, I've been doing this all day. Like, I need to play some NBA 2K. I need to get over there with my, the magician. <laughs> play some more basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, I think that's gonna be it for today. Thank you guys for hanging out. Is there anything? Amy has a new podcast up today. Yes. Four I do. things. What's on there? Mm-hmm. I have a guest. Her name is Leanne Ellington, and she's like a helps coach women. So we talk about self sabotage, how you can just literally your brain can sabotage you and how to reverse that, and self image problems and uh, gratitude. And then also, she has a crazy story the cost of being skinny. Her dad sent her to Weight Watchers when she was eight years old. Ooh. So she's been digging herself wow. out of that diet mentality for years since she was a young girl. And um, and it, her story is interesting. So we go into a little bit of that, too. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. check it out. That's it. Yeah, Four Things with Amy Brown. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let me put on first Caitlin in Kansas, who has called us. Hey, Caitlin, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. What can I help you with? So I'm a college freshman, and I just started going to therapy, and I was wondering how I should tell my mom I'm going. Why do you worry that it will be an issue if you tell your mom? My mom... And I don't have a really good, like, relationship, and I'm afraid that if I tell her, she's going to want to know what we're talking about. I think it's fair to think that, because you probably will, honestly, but it's not her right to know what you talk about. I think I would approach it as, and again, I never knew what therapy was growing up. I grew up in a small town in Arkansas. We didn't have any money. You weren't trying to worry about therapy. You were trying to get food. You were trying to eat. So I know what it's like to have to get into something brand new. It has been extremely valuable for me. But I would approach it to go, hey, mom, I've been doing something really cool. Like, I feel like I can improve the relationship with us and I can be a better daughter, family member, sister, student by going to therapy. And it's really been productive. And if she asks, well, what do you talk about? You can say all that. I say we talk about a lot of things, how I can be better at X, Y, Z. Make it very you-centric and not about your mom so she doesn't feel like that she's the victim here. But – I think it is a conversation you'll have to have. It'll be a little bit uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me to talk with my family because they were like, all right, fancy city boy, you're doing therapy. You're wasting your money on that. Um, But 
a little bit of, of uncomfortableness is okay. So that's how I would suggest that you approach that, Caitlin. Perfect. Thank you. Let us know how it goes if you feel like calling us back. Amy, anything you'd like to say to that? No, I disagree. I think you can be transparent with her, but she doesn't need to know every detail, but that you're you're wanting, you're realizing some stuff about yourself and you want to put in the work to be better. It's nobody's right to know what you talk about. Right. Whenever you're talking to your priest, your preacher, your therapist, your counselor, there are parts of our world that nobody should have the right to know what's going on except for you and the person that you've decided to make that between. So, uh, Kaylin, good for you. We applaud that, and good luck. And I hope it leads to some, you know, healthier years. Thank you. All right, Kaylin. see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. There we go. We're starting to show off on a good note. Yesterday, yeah. our show sucked. Today, <laughs> doing, all, doing all right. Raymundo. What was the situation that happened to you? Yeah, so I went to a barbecue joint, and it's one of those where you go up to the cash register on your own, you order the food, get your own condiments, you get your own utensils, uh, you also get your own drink. So basically, you do everything your own. The only thing that they're going to do for you is bring you your food. So it's not like a real wait staff that's there. So we go ahead and we pay, and then they give us the iPad. And on the options, it says like 20%, 15%. 10 and 5, I didn't really even see an option to not tip. So I knew they weren't really doing anything, so I tipped 5%. And I was wondering, how would you guys tip that if you're basically doing all the work at this restaurant? They don't even refill your drinks. They literally just bring you your food. Is that tip worthy? I would think, first of all, there would be an option, even if it's uh, at the bottom and it's slight, that says no tip. And that's up to you, right? This is not an establishment where tips are expected because they're doing a bunch of extra work. Welcomed, appreciated, but not expected. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did, especially if you're going to eat and you only have so much money because you know if you go into a restaurant, if you go to Outback Steakhouse, you know you got to add the tip before you even go. So in your head, you need to have enough money to buy the meal and put the tip on there. But if you're going to a barbecue place where there is no expectation of a tip because there isn't a waiter and you get in and you only have so much money, uh, they're just SOL. Yeah, you might be going to eat there because yes. of that. However, if you do have it and you can hit it, I always say to hit it. Because for me, when people would overtip me, I would appreciate it so much. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did, by the way. I think if that's what you want to do and you feel good with, there you go. If well, you said you did 5% at a restaurant, it'd be a different story. And I only did 5% because the line was long and people were all looking at me funny. And I literally couldn't find the no tip. So I just had to go with 5 I'm okay with what you did. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah! <laughs> There's a W on the board for Ray already this morning. (laughs) Uh, Amy's big stories coming up in a few hours, the one she's been holding on to for months. Apparently there was a vote. It has to do with paint. There was some finagling going on. The big story I was never going to tell until you brought it up, and now you don't remember it. I know I don't, but now I'm teased. And you have made it. Wave. (laughs) No. Can't wait to hear this story. I feel bad for people that have to be on these flights, but I love seeing the clips. There's a flight... So on the way to Michigan, a woman had a meltdown, and she started climbing around the cabin. I feel bad for her, too. I just, I watch it, though, like I watch people fall on ice. Mm. Like, I'll watch people, when it's icy, walk and bust their butt. For some (laughs) reason, that's so funny to me. But people are comparing this clip to The Exorcist. Here's a clip from a video someone took of the incident on the airplane. Crazy, huh? Video footage shows her climbing on the plane seats and screaming. The passengers and cabin crew are seen detaining her. I feel bad for her, too, because something's not 
right. happening her way right right now. Yeah. But I can't stop watching. I'll be honest. <laughs> One person speculated that she may have gone to the bathroom and taken a drug and come out. Yeah. Oh. The passenger doesn't appear to be speaking to anyone in particular. You know, that's why I've been taking sleeping pills in a long time because I had an issue with them. But I was afraid to take them on a long flight because I knew I would be the guy doing that or like taking a poop in the aisle and not knowing it because I was on a drug. I was on a sleeping pill because I would do crazy stuff on sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. I came to work once because I, I had some and I still do, but I've managed to handle mine a little better. I had some pretty crazy PTSD after a couple incidents. And so the only way I was sleeping was by taking sleeping pills. And then I could not take sleeping pills. Really terrible situation, a part of my life I'm not super proud of. But I would come to work. Don't remember doing the shows. Once I drove home and put some gas in the tank, except I never put the gas on. I just stuck it in there and then got in the car and drove off and boom, snapped the cable. Mm. And I remember getting home going, hey, how's that? Why do I have a gas thing in my car? Sleeping pills are no joke. But for that kind of thing, I was always afraid to take them on an airplane because I might turn into an exorcist or a guy that's doing something that they shouldn't be doing, you know? That stinks. What do you think about that? No, I mean, that's hard. That's I know, it's crazy to think back on that. I'm glad you're through that. Yeah, I haven't taken a sleeping pill in probably three years at this point. Mm-hmm. So, And you're sleeping well? Yeah, a little better. Mostly. I think my life's in a little better place. Good. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, thanks for that. Let's see. I do have one other story I wanted to get to. Oh, no, it was your kids, Amy. I made a note here to ask about your kids. What's going on with, are they going to be in a commercial? Well, maybe they, one, a girl that goes to school with them, their mom does some production stuff and said that her daughter just got cast for this dog thing. And then she thought of the kids and our dog and asked, you know, she went on my Instagram and saw some pictures of the kids with the dog. And she's like, can I just use this to to submit? Because, I mean, I don't have any headshots or professional photos of my kid. I mean, they've never wanted to pursue something like that. Although Stashira has sort of alluded to that she wants it, but I, I've been resistant. And uh, so she submitted it. So I don't know. We haven't heard back. But I was like, yeah, I asked them and they said yes. So go ahead and submit it and we'll see what happens. So pay? Do you know? Oh, oh, you want me to say? I think it's any, it's like 250 a kid. For the day or however, I think they're there on set for four hours. So that would be $500. Ooh, would you let them have that money? Yes, I would put it in their savings. That they could use? Yes, absolutely. They could use. Nice. Not, I would prefer Legos. maybe not all at once, but they would be working for it. So that would be, it's their choice. If What's they your cut? It. 15%? Oh. Normal manager fee? Momager? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I don't, I, I won't take any yet. We'll see. Where this goes. Well, let us know how that goes. Yeah. That's, That's what the Olsen twins' parents That's said. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to. My daughter's even expressed some interest. She's backed off a little bit, but I even reached out to our friend. I messaged with Brooklyn Decker about certain things because I wanted her take on getting into certain things at a young age and what her perspective was. And she was really honest with me about how to handle it. And That's I appreciated cool. that. Well, Lunchbox was a child star. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm... I was cast for a lot of things when I was a kid. I mean, they, they wanted me on cereal boxes, things okay, like that. Okay, what? You didn't know that? Okay. Uh-uh, no. But you said no because why? Because I didn't want to get famous too early, and all those child actors and kids that are famous when they're young, they turn out bad. I mean, Macaulay Culkin? He noticed that when he was seven. <laughs> he noticed all the burnouts when he was seven. <laughs> 
On the phone right now, Maria in Virginia. Hello, Maria. Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Yeah, I was wondering, what is the best interview that you've done? Someone that you would constantly come back to you. Um, and what is the worst? And um, someone that you would never want back at your show. <laughs> okay, uh, I can do the best. Like, I have a few that are my favorites. Where John Mayer came in, he was doing a 10-minute hit, and he stayed for an hour. That was fun that was awesome. for both of us. Mm-hmm. It's got a, like millions and millions of YouTube yeah. views. It's fun to watch. I watched it the other day just for fun. You did? I did. It was really good, dude. <laughs> That's the one that gets brought up to me the most whenever I'm working out of country music. Like People will go like, oh, you know what I saw of yours? You talking to John Mayer. Yeah. Um, that was great. The first time Garth Brooks came in and brought his guitar and played whatever, and we had him playing James Taylor. We had him doing just, just playing random songs. That was special because of how open and cool he was. And then at the end, he just said, hey, I don't want to carry this guitar around all day and just signed it and gave it to me. It's still at my house. I don't even really have signed guitars anymore that I'm collecting. I thought that was cool. Pound for pound, as I often say, I think Jake Owen is consistently the best interview that we do because he comes in and there's always a little edge about him one way or the other. And he plays and sings. He actually cares about his appearance on the show. So Jake Owen is probably my favorite, which he'll be on tomorrow. He hasn't been on in a while, but he's going to come play. So that'll be cool. Those are my favorites that I can think of. All right, yeah, what are the worst? <laughs> I mean, I regret the time that, and it was our fault, that Kip Moore came on and got upset <laughs> because we insisted on playing that dumb parody of his song. I should have said, oh, I see that makes you uncomfortable. Let's not do it. But I didn't. Uh-huh. And then he was like, I'm not taking this crap and walked out. Now, that being said, we're cool with Kip now. More than just normal cool. Like, we're friends with Kip. But that's one that I look back at and go, that was me being a dummy. So I kind of regret that one. Are there any other interviews that have come in? Because I feel like even if it's not good, I'm pretty professional and I can get squeeze some stuff out of them and then I'll just wrap it early. If you ever hear me wrap an interview early, it's, I'm just not going to let it not go well. There's the early, early interview you did with what's the TV girl? Um, is it Wendy? Wendy? Oh, Wendy Williams. That wasn't oh, on this show. Yeah, that that wasn't was this show. Wendy Williams is a terrible person. Oh, yeah, was awful. Was- She's just a terrible person anyway. So when she told me I would never be like her, I'll never be her. Whatever. And then her husband tried to beat me up after the show. That's crazy. He's just walking outside the door, <laughs> just waiting on me. Yeah, I don't say that about many folks, but Wendy Williams is not a good egg. It is not a good... Um, Maria, how do you feel about that? Did I answer your question enough? Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I think you more than answered it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, thanks for uh, calling. Yes, thank you for answering. Yeah, I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. We totally love you, my husband and I. We are just like, you guys are the only show that we listen to. So thank you so much for giving us good laughs and um, just being so wholesome. All right. Thanks, Maria. Um, Eddie, so there was a naked picture of Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> that she put up on her Instagram on her birthday. Eddie's yeah. in love with Gwyneth Paltrow. And she's covering up her nudie parts. But there was a picture that she put up. Yeah, it was her birthday suit. What happened? Well, now everyone's tagging me on it. You know, like, I, I've been open about it on the show. That, Like, <laughs> yes, I think she's hot. Like, she's definitely my celebrity crush and all that. But people are just tag. You go to her picture and producer Eddie's all over the comments. And I'm like, guys, this is not good. It makes me look like a creeper. One. Two. I'm a married man. If Gwyneth sees this... It's not a good look for me. What do you mean? Well, guys, I'm not, I mean, I Do you think don't. she'd see you and be so attracted to you, then DM you, and then you never know what's going to happen? It's possible. Mm-hmm. It is creepy, though, that so many of <laughs> our listeners are tagging you. 
I know. It's not good. I mean, the picture's cool and all, but let's not attach me to the picture. Did you see the picture already? I did, okay. yeah, of course. Hey, oh, wait, yeah. Very nice. Here, he double tapped it right here. I no, I did not like the Eddie picture. Eddie and millions of others did have Eddie liked click this. Did Eddie it? No, I have not liked that picture. <laughs> I get it. I will not Call like me, it. Eddie. <laughs> I'm like, did I? Would your wife be mad? No, she wouldn't be mad. I think she would wonder why would you like that picture? Yeah. Like, that's just weird. I and you saw- tell her, look at it. I saw some girl post a video that said like something like, hey, for all you girls out there that are mad that your man is double tapping pictures of half naked women on Instagram. She said, here's what you do. You go, you put on the exact same amount of clothes and you post your own picture and see how he handles that because he'll probably be mad and be like, you can't do that and get frustrated and jealous. I mean, this is not what I would do, but this is her tip. (laughs) And she's like, and then he'll stop liking those pictures. That's weird. That's just a little too much. It is a lot. I mean, I'm not saying I agree with her. She just, that's a video I came across. I was like, interesting way to handle it. Bobby Bonchin. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Little Big Town, Ashley McBride, Dan and Shay, Kane Brown, Luke Bryan, and Maren Morris are the first performers announced for the CMT Music Awards. The show airs October 21st. Gary LaVox of Rascal Flats shared the greatest thing they hear from their fans. And I think with our fans, the greatest thing that we hear continuously is that the music that we've written or that we've cut, we have told their life story through Rascal Flats music. I mean, every step of their life from marriage to graduation to divorce to addiction to cancer. We've really told people's life story and that is timeless. And that is the greatest reward as an artist that you could ever receive from fans. Luke Combs shared what he learned from listening to Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and John Legend growing up. There's no kid that's my age that wasn't listening to the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. Or, um, I listened to a lot of like John Legend as well, I think, in, around high school time. And um, you know, just learning to sing that stuff really kind of, I guess, honed in my melody abilities a little bit, I guess. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Paul Mackey is 84 years old. Back in 1954, he left high school early to join the military, and now he has received his high school diploma. Wow. He said, listen, my wife Ann is an educator, and it was very important that I get my degree. So he finally graduated high school at 84 years old. I love those stories. Dang, good for him. That's a good example, too. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Brussels, Belgium. A 24-year-old man was thinking, man, how can I break my wife out of prison? He was like, I know, I'll rent a helicopter. They have helicopter tours, so he booked a, a tour. That's crazy. Gets on the helicopter, and they're up in the air. He pulls out a gun. That's says, hey, crazy. Fly to the prison and get my wife out. <laughs> Only problem is, he didn't think about motion sickness. He started puking oh, out of the helicopter. <laughs> so the helicopter lands back at where they booked the tours from. The guy flees. Only problem is, he booked it in his real name. Oh. All of that was wrong. <laughs> All of it. Wow. Okay. I mean, you got to give him a little. No, private. none. What? None. He didn't even continue on with the hijacking through his, I mean, his motion to sickness. Think, to think to book a tour and then. Pretty yeah, smart, you think, Amy? I've, no, in the no, beginning. No, no. Not smart. All right. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. 
It's time for another round of Elder versus Millennial. The youngest on our show, Morgan number two. The oldest on our show, Eddie, as they battle it out, answering questions about each other's generations. But first, let's introduce the players as we get into an eight to seven. That's the score as we play to 10. Eight to seven, Morgan number two in the lead. Here we go. Player number one. As I often say, he's a dad of four, known as the Hispanic who don't panic. He's so laid back. The Mexican sensation who got Corona on a Florida vacation. <laughs> it's our video producer, Eddie. Yeah. She's blonde and chic. Turns 27 next week. <laughs> Look at that. She'll be one year closer to 30 and feeling flirty. Morgan number two, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's begin the game. Come on. Ready. Let's go. Which 2000s TV show was Drake a cast member of? High School Musical. Incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> Morgan, you could steal? That would be Drake and Josh. Incorrect. What? Yes. Drake, the rapper, was in Degrassi. Oh, I was, Drake I was Bell on a different been, <laughs> Yeah. She was a little confident. I little, know. I love uh, that. Uh, Eddie. Come on. What is Elwood's Chihuahua named in the Legally Blonde movie? Oh my gosh! Just a little dog, little teacup. Just saw this. You just saw Legally Blonde? No, on the home edit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, what's the dog's name? Buster. Why'd you see this on the home edit? They do a Reese Witherspoon's house, and she's got things that the dog wore. Um, gosh, Buster. I'm gonna go. I don't know why that's in my head. It's not Buster. Buxton. 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 Wow, that's incorrect. Dang it. Morgan, you can steal. I'm not going to be as confident this time, but I do know it's Bruiser it Woods. It is Bruiser, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. so close. What was the name of the kid in Toy Story who all the toys belong to? Andy. Andy is correct. Yes! There you go. Eddie with two. Woo! It's a big, big round for you there. Feeling good. You only got one. One. Guys, 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 oh. let Bobby talk. No. Never mind. <laughs> no. Two. Okay. <laughs> you got one. Morgan got one. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. Morgan, here are your questions about Eddie's generation. Okay. Kevin Griffin turns 52 years old today. He's the lead singer of what 90s alternative band? Here's a clip of their number one alternative song called Good. Your second hint, he performed with Eddie and I at the Raging Idiots Million Dollar Show in 2018 and has been on this radio show before. This is hard. Three doors down. Incorrect. Oh. Solid guess, but incorrect. Eddie? That's better than Ezra. That is correct. That's a hard one, M2. Sorry. Dang, well, he's been on the show. Hard. Yes, I he's know. He's played us on... I us. know. But that also, what's the guy of Three Doors Down? He, he played the show, right? He did too, okay. yeah. Okay. What's up? <laughs> Became a popular culture catchphrase in 1999 and was used in which beer commercial? Here's a clip of the commercial. What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo, yo, pick up the phone. Hello? Who's that? What's Morgan? Oh, I, I, I don't think I know. I've heard a lot of guys use that phrase, but I never knew that's what it was from. What beer? Um, Budweiser? Correct. Woo! Yes! Wow, good guess. Woo! Okay. All, All right, right, we're down to the final question. If you get it right, you win. Okay. If you miss it, Eddie has a chance to win. 
Which brand of shoes did Run DMC make popular by featuring them in their music video, Walk This Way? Brand of shoes? Adidas. Correct winner. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh wow. That How did she get guess. that? I had no idea. Out of all those shoe brands, you got Adidas. <gasps> I don't know. Hey, there she is. Wow. One win away from the championship. There she is. A good win. The headline is new parents don't get a full night's sleep for six years. Eddie. You've been yeah. through this a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six years? That's very accurate. And, and and I'm telling you, it gets worse when you have more kids because it just keeps repeating over and over. So, yes, I feel like I haven't slept in 12 years. Moms of newborns tend to sleep for an hour or less in the first three months of parenthood, where dads generally only lose about 15 minutes. Obviously. That's mm-hmm. accurate, too. Moms take a bunch of really short naps to accommodate the newborn. Uh, dads just don't care, apparently. No, they're not breastfeeding. I think that's no, changing, No, Lunchbox, though. you don't wake up at all, do you? No. Okay, sorry. I was really <laughs> no. trying to give the benefit of the doubt here, no. but yeah, okay. No, no, the wife, the wife has most of the responsibility, and there's just no need for me to get up, so I just sleep. And there's the no- wife. So would you say you've lost a lot of sleep? No. Oh, my God. Two say, babies, all good. I'm all good. I get about, you know, six hours of sleep a night, and I'm solid. Like, I don't wake up. She wakes up, and she's always like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm like... That's your fault. The scariest thing to me, because I don't have kids yet. I want to have kids. I will have kids. But the scariest thing is the baby part. Because that's that seems like it's the most annoying part of having a kid. Yeah. Because when you have to always be there. Yes. Yeah, you get no reward, too, because there's no personality. They're just all the same, yeah. and they're just kind of a big pain in the butt. But they're yeah. so cute. But why didn't you bring me up, then, instead of <laughs> keeping to push me down? No, I was like, hey, Bones, you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I got falls to his death after posing for a photo near a cliff. Mm. Another one of these stories. Oh, oh, man. A man posing for a picture on the Oregon coast fell to his death on Sunday. The guy's name is Steven. He was with a friend. When they go, okay, well, let's take this picture. He crossed into a posted area and climbed a tree that was over the cliff and the limb broke. He oh. fell 100 feet into the ocean. Guys, you got to make decent decisions when trying to get a cool picture. I get it. I like taking cool pictures, too. But there comes a point where it's risk-reward. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the risk? Well, the risk is you die. What's the reward? Do 2,000 people like your picture? Mm-hmm. Probably less than that. Oh. You get 500 likes? If I saw a bear in the woods, I might try to get a picture. <laughs> but I, I'm, you just have to weigh this. You got to think about this. This is happening more and more and more. You know? Yeah. Do you tell your kids? That, do they no, do a lot of not. pictures? No, they don't. They're they're not, not your daughter's not obsessed with it? No, she was with TikTok a little bit, but she would use my account, and then she deleted it off my phone. She's like, we don't need this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I did see that Borat is coming to Amazon in October, the new Ooh. Borat movie. Did you know that lunch? No, I did not. So straight to Amazon. They bought it, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. That's what's happening now. You know, everybody has money, and everybody's buying stuff to come to their platform. So Borat, Borat's sequel has been acquired by Amazon Studios. It will come right before the election. So, there you go. Is that your favorite? It, it, it's the best Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, it is so funny. Like, you can watch that and just laugh and laugh and laugh, and people still think it's funny to wear that little 
outfit that he wore to the beach, like that little, I don't even know what you call that thing. Uh, oh, they call it something. I a- mean, it looked like a thongkini. Yeah, yeah. There I don't you know go. if that's what they I call mean, it. Hilarious. Like and when you see that, you think, Borat. In this movie, sources say he had to wear a bulletproof vest on two different shooting days <laughs> because there were risky and dangerous scenarios while they were shooting this. <laughs> so, coming to Amazon Prime uh, in like late October, early November. Marking it down. Let's go over to Kaylee in Florida who has called the show. Kaylee, what's going on with you? How are you, Kaylee? Hey. Hi, this is uh, Kaylee, obviously. It is, obviously. How are Um, you? What's going on? I'm good. So I am going with my boyfriend to Kenya um, over Christmas, and we are going to go scuba diving. Now, he's been scuba diving before in, like, the Galapagos and, um, I think, Thailand, but I have not, and so I'm super nervous, and I was just wondering if you guys have any advice or experiences that you might share that might alleviate uh, some of the anxiousness I'm feeling. Sure. I had never been either until about three weeks ago, and I did it for my Nat Geo show. I went and trained in a pool, in my pool first, because you have to go under and at least learn how to use the equipment. I was a little nervous. People are like, it's going to feel freaky. It's fine. It's actually pretty neat. It's not something I'll, I'll, I'll do because it's just too much equipment for me. But it's pretty neat. You'll be fine. You just have to remember not to hold your breath. That was the hardest thing for me. Other than that, you'll love it. You'll come up, be like, that was so cool. And then you probably won't do it anymore. That's what I take from it. I heard that you were underwater for over an hour. I was because I did Ow. commercial diving. <laughs> it was a little different than that. I scuba'd, but then I got in a 100-pound suit. And walked on the ocean floor and did construction underwater. That's crazy, dude. That's a little different. I was breathing through a helmet, yeah. like, but I had to scuba to get to that level. Wow. But yeah, I was on there. I was down. There. It was a long time. <laughs> I, did I tell you that? No, no, no. Somebody that went with you told me, and I was like, "What? That's crazy." He's like, "Because they said, yeah, he went down and he didn't come up till after an hour." Like that's unbelievable. Well, with that too, you have what they call a umbilical that yeah. goes into you, the oxygen cord mm-hmm. that just. Yeah, you probably couldn't do that with a tank. Yeah. Um, let me say this, Kaylee. I, like you, hadn't done it at all. I didn't grow up around the ocean or around fancy stuff like scuba diving. However, it was great. You're going to love it. Go have fun. Don't worry too much about it because I was a little concerned and it was great. Okay. Thank you so much. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Feel good. I'm the biggest baby there is. So you're going <clears> to <throat> so have at it. You're going to love it. <laughs> the Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so did you know that back in the day in 2003 when Rascal Flatts put out their I Melt music video, Jada Marcus almost quit the band? Why? Because Jodon got naked in the video and showed his butt. And he did not think that that was appropriate and did not want that to happen and thought, I can't be a part of this. I This is ridiculous. And the producers, content creators, whatever, they all kept it from him and he's... He, looking back, he says, now I know why they kept it from me because I would have flipped out. But he was on set when he realized that Jodon's butt was going to be in the video naked and he stormed off set and thought about leaving the band. Pretty nice butt. <laughs> but of all the people, I wouldn't think Jada Marcus would yeah. really care if Jodon shows his butt. Yeah. But he's, Maybe he just had a mind for the band and what the band should represent. Yeah, oh, and oh, for himself, maybe. he said, I would like to be able to go back to you know the college I went to, walk into my church on Sunday and not feel like really weird because I had a naked man in my video. But then he said, once the video came out, it was tastefully done and everything was fine. <laughs> maybe Jay wanted his butt on there instead. Ooh. Think about that. Maybe <laughs> Jay wanted Gary LaVox's butt on there. Oh, right. I saw Gary LaVox yesterday driving down the highway. 
Is he driving the, a big old truck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was on the side of the black tie moving van. Oh, you actually, you didn't oh, see hey. him. You saw him on the side oh of a moving God. truck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, what else? So this is awesome because I love Topo Chico and That's they, sparkling water, by the way. Yes. Yeah. It was really popular in Texas, but Coca-Cola bought it and has made it more popular across the country the last couple of years. But Coca-Cola has partnered up with Coors and they are launching a Topo Chico hard seltzer. Ray. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so the drink will be sold in 12 packs of its four flavor flavors, tangy lemon-lime, exotic pineapple, strawberry guava, and tropical mango. Yeah. I think that I'm going to... I already want to buy some. I love Topo Chico, and I need a hard seltzer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it, Amy. So, Amy sat in her uh, car today. We got out this morning. We Sometimes we'll drive in at the same time. Um, usually I'm here a few minutes early, but, but sometimes we drive in at the same time and we actually drove in and I like to wait on Amy. I like hanging around Amy still. We've been together for how long doing the show? Um, we're going like over 14 years. I still enjoy spending time with Amy. Like even as, cause we're still great friends. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to talk with her as we're walking in. So I waited and she never got out of her car. She never got out of her car. I was like, well, it must be one of those mornings. So I'm going to go ahead and go on inside. <laughs> I sat in there for 15 minutes. Okay, so here's uh, Saved by the Bell news. You know, the, the revival it was announced and we knew it was coming. And like, Zach Morris is going to be the governor of California. Uh, Mario Lopez is going to be, which is AC Slater, is going to be the high school gym coach. Like all the old characters are coming back as old and they'll be students. But now we have a date. November 25th. And, you know, something that is big from that show is the studio audience, like the laughter and laugh track and all that. It's nixed. It's going to be a single camera comedy similar to The Office. Just one guy. (laughs) 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 That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I thought you might like that it'd be filmed. Everything's single camera. Uh, It'd be fine. Laugh tracks, though, now studio audiences are annoying anyway. So it'll be good, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, put that on your calendar if you care, November 25th. All I'm right. Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this family that has a pretty nice following on TikTok, 53,000 plus followers, and they always get pizza delivered to their house. Same delivery driver from Papa John shows up. 89-year-old Durlin. Wow, the guy's still delivering pizzas. So they would record the deliveries on TikTok. Well, the followers started to wonder more about this 89-year-old pizza delivery guy and why is he so old and working this hard? He shouldn't be doing it. He works 30 hours a week delivering pizzas. So then the family, the Valdez family, they decided to ask their followers, hey, let's pitch in and give him a little gift. They thought they might get a few bucks here, a few bucks there. They got (laughs) $12,000 and then they were able to go make a special delivery at his house and he was brought to tears and shocked at what they had done. Wow. Together as a community, we all were donating 50 cents to a dollar for you. And collectively, because there were thousands of people that loved you, we collected over $12,000 for you. That's all yours. All yours. No. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. How come? Why would you do such a thing? They love you, so they wanted to give you a present. How do I ever say thank you? I don't know what to say. Dang. Mm. Oh. That's crying that's in her own story. <laughs> oh, okay, that was good. I mean, that's a good story, but it just gives you all the emotional feels. But yeah, you, an 89-year-old delivering pizzas all the time. Mm-hmm. Props to him, though, for being able to do it. Yeah. But still, he shouldn't have to do that. That's awesome. Great story. That's what it's all about. 
That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's do it. It is now time for the investigative morning corny, where our goal is to figure it out. We have 90 seconds. Amy, ready? Yep. It's like a joke and a riddle at the same time. The morning corny. What do you name the dog that was born in Spain? What do you name the dog that was born in Spain? Go. Okay, Madrid. Spanish. Spanish. Oh, Span. Spaniel. Uh, Cocker Spaniel. Okay. Cocker Spaniel. Yep, yep, yep. Now you're on to something. What do you name the dog that was born in Spain? Is that the joke? Oh, I guess that wouldn't be it. Cocker Spaniel. Uh, Spain. Spain. I don't know. Spain and neuter? No. (laughs) Spain. (laughs) The dog, like, like, uh, what are famous dog names? Golden Retriever. No, dog names, like Spot, Lucky. Oh, okay. Bill. No, not, not, no. (laughs) Guys. Spain. Uh, what do you what do you name a dog that was born in Spain? Spain. Spain. Madrid. España. Bahia. <laughs> Soccer dog. Ooh. Spain. Español. Spaniel. Spain. Spain. I don't know. Where else in Spain? I don't about? know where. I don't know anything in Spain. I mean, Madrid's not the only place, guys. The only one we oh, know. Oh, Isabel, okay. Spain. Okay, okay. Let's think. Ibiza. We only have twenty seconds. <laughs> I don't know anything about Spain. Uh, Barcelona. Barcelona, Spain. Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. Wait. Our name, though? Ruffalona. Bar- uh, <laughs> Barcelona? I don't know about that. <laughs> Is that a name of a dog? I, I honestly think that's all we got. Okay. <laughs> I don't know like cockers. Cocker Espanol? <laughs> I kind of like that one. Cocker Spaniel. Cocker Spaniel. We're going to go with Barcelona. <laughs> I guess. Barcelona. Bark Alona. Barcelona. Okay, hit the hit that again, right? The morning corny. What do you call the dog that was born in Spain? A uh, Bark Alona. <laughs> Barcelona. What? That's that a is, terrible that joke. That is a terrible joke. It is not. I, I can't it's so bad that, that so we were bad. like this is all we have and we know it's that, stupid. That's a good one. <laughs> Barcelona. The dog is from Spain. But that's his name. It should have been like, what's the name of the town that dogs are born in Spain? Barcelona. Okay, we'll rewrite it your way. And I don't know how you came up with Barcelona because I, I, had- I had to write it my own way and I wrote it the wrong way. You apparently. wrote that joke? No, I mean, I adapted it. <laughs> oh, I adapted boy. it to make it that way, but clearly I should have done what you said and said, what do you call the city where a bunch of dogs are born in Spain? Oh, Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's funny. Oh, that's obvious. What, what language do dogs speak in Spain? <laughs> oh, that's a soccer, no. soccer spin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. See? Oh, we got it. We got it. Did a clear eyes, full hearts. No, 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 no. Guys, I refuse to have that kind of reaction to a win. Okay. I want to hear it right. Yes, ma'am. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> okay, y'all are Barcelona. Win on me, win on three. One, two, three. Win. Thank you. This is what we call a what's wrong with people? What's, what's wrong, wrong with people? people? Someone in Texas stole a French bulldog puppy from a couple at knife point. Wow. Can you imagine getting robbed for your dog? No. A man made off with a French bulldog puppy after holding up the owners, said the El Paso Police Department. The owners had listed the puppy for sale on Craigslist and agreed to meet the man to sell the puppy. Just before 8 p.m. Thursday, the owners were in the Arby's restaurant parking lot. 
where they're waiting to meet the guy. The guy says, hey, let me see the puppy. They said, let me see the money. The guy goes, well, here's your money. Pulls out a knife and says, give me the dog. Oh, no. The suspect demanded the puppy and the keys to their truck. However, they kind of threw the puppy at him and then drove away. He then fled the scene with the puppy in a black, older model Chevy Tahoe with silver rims. They don't have them. I've never heard of such a thing. A puppy robbery? Yeah. What is that? What would you call that? Mm. A paw jacking? (laughs) That's that's dumb. That's dumb. (laughs) When my dog was a puppy, because I have a bulldog, people would come up to me all the time and be like, can I hold him? Can I hold him? And he's really, and I'd be like, sure. Here, have him. Of course. No, I never thought someone would want him so bad to run off with them or or to rob me for him. Uh, Also, here's another one. Uh, What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with with people? people? Two men are charged with strong arm robbery for stealing a guy's fake leg. Two guys in Florida beat up another guy on Saturday and stole his prosthetic leg. And when cops arrested him, they were charged with strong arm robbery. On Saturday afternoon, a 41-year-old guy named Larry Stuthers and 31-year-old guy Jason Rapa Confronted a man in Largo, Florida, fought with him, stole his backpack, and then stole his prosthetic leg. No. Like, just take his backpack. That's so <laughs> Okay, wrong. I get it. You want to steal. And take his backpack, pawn his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and it's livelihood. Called, and that's called a strong arm Yeah, why not robbery? Leg? Strong arm robbery. Yeah, not strong leg robbery. Okay. I don't think that's the thing. <laughs> the cops tracked him down about an hour later and charged them with strong arm robbery. Did they still have the leg? I think they still had the leg and they got it back to him. Oh, my Good. gosh. But if you're the guy of everything to be stolen, you would think the leg would be the least and last thing they would even want. Like, what do you do with that? Well, uh, unless they didn't want him chasing That's him, exactly them. what it was. You know, oh, like, take a leg away and you can't get it. That's us. what it is. I thought maybe because prosthetic legs are expensive and maybe they have there's a market for oh, that. Oh, that too. Where they could sell it. But, yeah, they just wanted him to not be able to run and catch him. If they took our legs away, we wouldn't be able to get him. I mean, that would be their their move, I guess. I would just call someone anyway. I wouldn't be trying to chase them down. <laughs> like it's I would just point. grab my cell phone and be like, 911, they got my backpack, and they got my left leg. <laughs> it's That's easy fair. to find them. They're the guys with a third leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today is October 1st, the first of the month. Yeah, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> it's the first of the month. Yeah. So, in honor of that, I will give you the first line to a famous 90s country song. Just name the song. Okay. okay. All right. Write your answers down. I'm not going to sing it. But I'll talk it in a pattern that you may recognize. Okay. Easy. First one's easy. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Got it. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. From 1990. Lunchbox is struggling with this one. I'm trying to sing it in my head. What are you talking about? Five seconds. He's acting. I don't know why I fall for this every time. All right, time oh. up. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> What'd you get, Lunchbox? Boots, good, and boogie. Oh, oh wow, I gosh, missed it. He really doesn't really know it. I was, trying to, I was trying to sing it, and you guys wouldn't be quiet. You play possum so much that we don't even believe you now. You really didn't, didn't know, know it. it. I was trying to sing it. Eddie? Uh, that's Friends in Low Places. Uh, Amy? Friends in Low Places. That is correct. Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks, 1990. Here's a clip. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Number two. Dang it, I didn't get to the chorus. Katie said, well, it's a first line. I know, I was trying to sing it in my head. I was just mad. Number two, Katie sitting on her old front porch. The first line of this song. By the way, this song was a number one hit in 1991. 
Oh my god. Katie's sitting on her old front porch. Amy, quit playing possum. You don't know it. I know it. He knows it. I know it. Amy, what do you have? She's in love with the boy? Correct. Oh, okay. good. Lunchbox? She's in love with the boy. Correct. Eddie? She's in love with the boy. Trust you, what? There you go. Katie's sitting on a roll from porch. Nice. Okay. You can tell the world you never was my girl. What 90s country song is this? From 1992. You can tell the world you never was my girl. Oh. Amy? Achy, breaky heart. Lunchbox? Achy, breaky heart. Eddie? Achy, breaky heart. Correct. You can tell the world you never was my girl. All right, next up. Well, if I had money, tell you what I'd do. Well, if I had money... Tell you what I do. I'm in. In. The year is 1993. <laughs> I don't know if that's the name of the song, but... Amy? Chattahoochee? Incorrect. What? Oh, oh, Lunchbox. Oh, oh. Mercury Blues. Correct. Yes! Yes! Yes, I wonder <laughs> if that was the name of it, but no! Eddie? Mercury Blues. Let's go! There you go. <laughs> yeah! I'd go away yonder go down down to the Chattahoochee. No. I'd go down yonder to the Chattahoo. Hey. I'm crazy about the Chattahoo. Just hold that who. Yeah, I'm crazy about the uh, Chattahoo. I knew I should have spent more time with it. Okay. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove 100,000 miles on my knees. From 1994. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove 100,000 miles on my knees. All right, I'm in. Context clues. Amy, what do you have? Young Driver. Mm, That's a good song. That song only hit number two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Young Driver. Lunchbox. Uh, Pickup Man. Eddie. I wrote down Pickup Man. It's Pickup Man from Joe Diffie. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove 100,000 miles on my knees. That's good. Okay, the last one, unless we have to go to Sudden wow. Death Tie. Eddie's up five, Lunchbox four, Amy three. Because our friends in low places. Dumb, Dumbo. All right, here we go. Baby, all I've got is this beat up uh, leather bag. In. You have it, Lunch? Got it too, so it doesn't matter. Baby, all I've got is this beat up leather bag. <laughs> Lunchbox, what do you have? That's carrying your love with me, George Strait. Eddie crushed it. Bones, that's called carrying your love with me. Amy, carrying your love with me. Eddie, you're the winner. Beat up leather bag. Keep going, Eddie. Turn it up. Oh come on, and it's all I ever had. Oh, Amy rolled her eyes at you. Yeah. Go, Amy. Well, Every, where are we now? The third line. Okay, baby, y'all. I no. got <laughs> <since> <laughs> leather bag. Go ahead. And come on. Everything I own, fill up fast. Don't fill up half. Don't fill up half. Yeah. But don't, don't you, you worry, worry about, about what I pack. Got. All I, I care about is getting back real to you. soon. Because <laughs> a, a goodbye kiss, kiss is all I need from you. Everybody, na 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 na.
carrying your love with me. West Virginia down to Tennessee. I'll be moving when the good Lord speaks. Carrying your love with me. It's my strength for holding on. Every minute that I have to be gone, I have everything I'll ever need. Amy only. Because I'm carrying your love with me. Nice. Wow. That was awesome. You want to just play that song now? Yes. Wait for Can we sing to it all? No, no, no. no. Okay, right. We got that out of the way. Okay. Okay, bye. This is an interesting question we got from the voicemail line last night. Hey, Bobby. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years, and I want to propose. Do you think that I'd be stealing his thunder, or do you think that that's a strong, independent thing to do? Um, I just wanted to get your opinion. Uh, thanks. Bye. I love it on the surface. Like, if you want something in life, you have to say you want it and then go get it. Now, if you think he's planning it already, then you do have to go, I'm going to let him have his, his moment. However, if he won't, you know, it's poop or get off the pot. And if he won't poop, sometimes you have to do it for him. <laughs> so if you think you've been together three years and he's in nowhere, nowhere close to proposing and you want to do it, why not? Otherwise, you're just going to wait forever. But if you think he's going to do it, I would, I would let him continue on with his plan. Who knows? He may have bought a ring. He may have been planning out the perfect situation. I don't know. But I would say if you don't think he has anything going on, let him have it. Drop the hammer. Yeah. Amy, what do you think? Well, so you mean drop the hammer like her doing it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or I thought you meant ending it. So I think, do you think if you proposed he would say yes? Because, I mean, I would ask a guy the same thing. Well, she's not on the phone. That's a voicemail. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who is Amy talking to right now? <laughs> I was like waiting for her to answer. I mean, you have to be pretty confident that he's going to say yes. And then how does he feel about you asking? Yeah, because you're right. If he plans on doing it, maybe he doesn't have a plan yet. But in his mind, he always wanted to do it. And hey, things can look different these days. Like, I'm not totally opposed to it, but... You better be sure, because the reason he's not proposing could be he doesn't want to get married. Well, that could be either side, right? And then you don't want to All get- I'm saying in life, if you want something, you're going to wait around. You may not get it. You may get it, but you may not get it in life. All situations. If you want something, you have to go get it. And then be prepared to not get it. If Caitlin proposed to me, if I oh, went home today. Yeah, yeah, this is good. And Caitlin proposed to me. Got down on one knee. I walked in, and there are Chicago Cubs and Arkansas Razorbacks memorabilia everywhere. She made the room perfect. <laughs> That's how you see Lit it. candles. <laughs> this is what you have in mind for what you're going to do for her when you need to talk. So, and she, and she got on a knee and said, hey, I know this is different, but our relationship's been different. From COVID, from how we met, would you marry me? I'd be like, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. So, I, again, I would have no problem with it. But I also have no problem, and I've talked to Caitlin, too, about, hey, if you don't want to take my last name, I'm all good with that. I have no problem with that. My real last name. Yeah. Was, you can take either one of them. But I was like, I have no issue with you whatsoever if you want to keep your real na- your your last name. Would you want to then propose to her later? Would you take that as the, like, legit proposal, and now y'all are engaged from that moment on? I would if she proposed and had a ring. A ring oh for God. herself? For me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 You're going to wear an engagement ring? Then what does she get? No, she's the one that proposed. She doesn't get a ring. Sorry. <laughs> she would get it when it's wedding time. 
Listen, I'm not saying it's normal or it's going to feel comfortable. Like, it's what you're used to. The only advice I'm giving her is the advice I would give anyone on a situation where if you want something, go get it. The end. We shouldn't just let gender roles define how we live our life. It would be weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be a little uncomfortable for him. Mm-hmm. But yes. if you want it, go get it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Speaking of gender roles, let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Good morning, guys. My name is Nicole, and I can't tell you how much I love your show. I'm emailing you because I asked a guy out. I have a huge crush on him. He said yes. My question is, if I asked him out, should I pay for the date? Or does tradition stand and he pays for the date? I've never gone Dutch on a date before. Every guy has asked me out and paid for the date, so I'm lost here. Also, do have to pay for the entire date? Do have to plan the entire date? Should I ask him? What's up? Nicole. Well, when you ask if tradition stands, if you're just going by tradition, you wouldn't have asked him out. Because tradition is guy ask girl. Mm-hmm. But if you asked him out, if, if Amy, you're like, hey, let's go on a date. And I'm like, yeah, sure. We go. Like, in back of my head, I know I'm going to pay. But since you asked me out, I want you to make that move. Like, hey, I asked you out. I'm going to pay for this. But also, do you want me to plan where we're yes. going and what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. So you're I say, the hey, one, You're I'm- the one that pinpointed... This time, this place, let's go. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think it's great she asked. Love it. So then I do the wallet grab and I start to pay. And and he may let you and that's okay too. Okay. I just know in my mind, I would be thinking, well, since she asked me out, I hope that she's planning it and plans to take care of it. That's what I would do. But then I I wouldn't let you. I'll be like, okay, I get it, but I'm going to, but it's the risk you got to take. Be assertive. You're assertive in this. You You went and got him. Yeah. Go get the date, show him a good time, pay for the meal. There you go. Morgan, you ever asked a guy out? I have. Did you pay for it? Yeah, I did. And? I was fine. I mean, it was like total role reversal. I have no problem with that because I, it was me. I did it. Walk but, us through how you asked him out though. Like, and why? Well, like in person. Um, I mean, some guys just need a little push. They're there, and they just can't quite get all the way there. So you're just kind of like, hey, you want to go out sometime? Because I know you want to ask, but I guess I have to. That's happened in those scenarios. How did he, did you just pay and he just sat there? Or did he do like Bobby where, or maybe he he tried to offer? It was definitely awkward. He was like going to, I was like, no, I don't want to go here. I'm just going to pay for it. And we're just going to move on to the next phase. And we went out on like two or three more dates after that. But, um... I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's totally cool. But I think a guy, this is where you know where a guy gets interested because if you did ask him out and you were going to pay for it, but then he's like, no, 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 I got it. You can tell he was really into the date. That's a good like telltale sign that he's into it. Well, no girl's ever been like, no, 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 I got it when I'm taking him out. <laughs> so I guess no well. one's ever been. A- <laughs> Although now that I think about it, I think I'm trying to think of Caitlin and I's first date. I think she may have paid for that date. She didn't ask me out, but why it wasn't a date in her mind. That's it. why. And now that mm. I think about it, she didn't think we were going on a date. I did. So and then so, how did she end up paying? With her credit card. But without you, because you're all sneaky and you try to You had to, to pay, pay at the counter. We didn't go anywhere fancy. Went okay. to like a salad yeah. place. And she just paid. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's bull. And then it turns out the reason, she didn't think it was a date. She just thought it was some goofy guy. She's probably like, why am I paying <laughs> for this goofy guy right now? But, yeah, I, there's no problem with it. Guys, if you want something, go get it. The end. I don't care if it's in dating, if it's in business. I don't care if it's in family. Like, if you, something's important to you, say it out loud. 
Make a goal and then go get it. The end. All right, feel good about that? Yep. Coming up, Amy's story. We're just minutes away. Can we play the movie trailer? All right, we're going to play Don't this. Don't cut it off this time. Remember, I'm the- just going to let it all play. October 1st. On the Bobby Bones Show. All the things you love in a story. Finangling. Finangling. A vote. And paint. All will be revealed. Coming to a radio near you. Only on the Bobby Bones Show. October 1st. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Craig Jenkins, he's a bridge inspection engineer of uh, the Mississippi River Bridge in Natchez, Mississippi. And he's just going along his day, walking the bridge, you know, inspecting it. And he looks over at the bridge next to it. And there's a dog stuck in the structure beneath the bridge. He's like, oh my gosh, wow. that's an actual dog. So he calls emergency crews. They come over here. They har- they make a, a makeshift harness because they normally just don't rescue dogs. They finally get the dog. The dog is safe, unharmed, and they are all happy. Wow. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. During that little break there, I went, oh, like a, a tired noise. I've been struggling sleeping a little bit because I've had this crazy head cold. And Eddie looks over at me and goes, I hear you, bro. Because <laughs> Eddie came Dragon Bud into work this morning. Mm-hmm. He'll dauber down a little bit. And the thing is, I'm in bed last night at like 10.30, just trying to get some sleep. Struggling. And I get a text from Eddie at 10.30 going, hey, get online, let's play video games. So there's a difference in why we're tired. Oh. Yeah, you're not feeling great, and I stayed up a little late playing video games. Yeah. Oh. I'm jealous that you did that. I tell you what, dude. When everyone in the house goes to sleep, that to me is the green light of like, I can do whatever I want. And my first thing is, get bones right now. One game before we go to bed. Too late for me. So, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, man, I relate. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. You played video games all night last night. Just one game. How when you get four kids to sleep, do you not just want to go to sleep? That's just, Yourself. Uh, I I'm, I, I'm telling you, the only thing I see is like, freedom. <laughs> How long did you play last night? Just one game. That's it? That's it. And then I went to bed. Let's go talk to Dana in Texas. Dana, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. What's happening? Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. Well, Bobby, I need some advice. I've been divorced for three years, and I have this crush on this guy that I've had since January, and I don't know how to let him know that I'm interested without just asking him out. Well, let me come to you from the perspective of someone that was really... Uh, scared to talk to girls. This is his whole life. Actually, never got over it. Um, the easiest way to get rejected is online through a direct message. And this may feel like a chump way to do it, but I would just flirt through a direct message in a way that at first didn't seem extremely aggressive. But if you just send this guy, I'm assuming he has Instagram. Do you guys follow each other? Yes. Okay. I'd send him a direct message and not even make it flirty at first. Be like, hey, how was you? Just find a reason to ask a question and get a conversation going because you'll be able to find out real soon if he's into you or not on your phone, online, and not have to get rejected in your face. That's what I was always scared of. That's why I never do it. That's why I never did it. So if you want the the loser mentality, me, of not having to worry about getting burned in your face, that's what I would do. It's the easiest. It's easiest to get rejected. Trust me, been rejected a million times there. What about Ray's message? Awesome. What's, hey, what? hey, you there. What does he say? Oh, Ray just sends country artists another <laughs> message. Ray did that again yesterday. We're not going to do the whole bit today. But it's like, I did another one. I sent five other artists a message on Instagram. Who are the artists? 
Uh, we got Kit Moore, uh, all the Lady A people, Kelsey Ballerini, Darius Rucker, and all the Rascal Flats people. Oh, that's They're good. individual accounts. So you sent him a message saying oh, what? Wow. Hey, you there? <laughs> and if it was the females, I just said hey. I didn't want him to think I was kind of hitting on them. So now we're going to find the nicest Rascal Flat well, or the nicest Lady A. They were. How many of them responded? One. Of all? Yeah. This is good stuff, dude. I love it. Who responded? Kit Moore. Of course he did. <laughs> Kit's a good dude. Uh, I wonder why more people aren't responding to Ray. I don't know. Uh, well, Dana, that's what I would say. Let's go to Morgan number two to answer this question because she's also a single female. Morgan, if there was a guy you wanted to talk to, what would you say to do? Yeah, I would, I would say hitting up in the DM is definitely an easy way. But, like, if he posts on his story or on his feed, use that as your way to get in. Like, be like... Like, send him a message? Yeah. And and so that way it's really easy and you're not, like, hitting on him. You're just being like, hey, that I've had that drink before. That was really good. Or find a really casual way to go into it. If he responds, that's your opening. If he doesn't respond, he ain't interested. Yes. Because anytime you like somebody and they hit you up, as fast as you can get your fingers down, you're back at them. <laughs> uh, Dana, I hope that helps. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Bobby. Have a good day. All right. See you later. Let us know how it works out. We'd, we'd appreciate the update. I will. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, let's go to the big story. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. A guy was caught on camera shooting through his own windshield at another driver on a busy highway. Oh, boy. This is in Florida. The guy said he opened fire because the other driver pulled a gun on him first. Driver Marco Mazetta posted the video on YouTube claiming he was simply trying to defend himself. Here's a clip of the news story. Here you go. is dash cam video showing a driver on the 417 in Orange County firing at another car through his own windshield. It's an intense moment and the video was posted on YouTube by the driver Marco Mazetta who says he was trying to defend himself because he believes he or his passenger were in danger of being shot. Florida Highway Patrol says this shows how dangerous it can be to argue with other drivers on the highway. Footage shows the other driver pulling a gun Mm -hmm. at first. So here's the thing. This is what we take away from this. Here's the big takeaway. Anybody at any time might have a gun on the road. Yeah. So when you get road rage, even if they did something wrong, think to yourself, is it worth it to pull in front of this person or to slow them down or to flip them bird if they have a gun? And odds are they won't. But why do you want to mess with those odds? All of a sudden, somebody pulls a gun. You're beeped. That's it. (laughs) So it can be frustrating to be on the road around bad drivers but also note that occasionally you're a bad driver too because i feel like i'm a pretty good driver i feel like i'm a really good driver except occasionally i pull a little too far out in the middle and all of a sudden i'm sitting in the middle of the highway at a four-way and people can't get through because i thought i could make it all the way to the next and i didn't but my bad that's your one thing you do my bad i i've done that a few times Uh, otherwise, I'm Maybe pretty good. sometimes you've gotten over and you've been like, whoopsie, there's a car there. I did that this morning. Not, re- not really. I think you're projecting and then you are projecting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think sometimes you. Now, okay, I did. This is what I did. <laughs> this morning. Yeah, yeah. That's your big story because that's it's just a lesson. At any time, anyone can have a gun. Even if the guy that pulls a gun, be careful because that guy you're pulling on may have a gun too. Mm-hmm. A bigger one. I know you're talking to the people right now, but you can just send that message out to my husband too. Say you're listening. He's got the worst road rage. He will never flip anybody off or anything. 
I, he never really actually gets too confrontational, but he'll try to pull up next to them to give them the look, the stare of like, you moron. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you doing that? It that, does nothing. Or he'll honk or get up on their, what is it? Rubber bumping? Their bumper? What is that? That tailgating. Tailgate them for a <laughs> second. Bumping. And then like, <laughs> it's so frustrating because he is a very good driver. And then he knows all these techniques to like, Make them mad, and I'm like, why are we doing this? I don't feel safe with you right now. Does he have a gun in the car? No, but somebody else might, and I tell him that. Let's go to Nate in Georgia. Nate, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, what's going on, studio? Nothing, studio. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not <laughs> yeah, we don't answer that, that one. <laughs> you got to say morning, studio, Nate. Or morning. Uh, morning, studio. Morning. morning. What's up, dude? <laughs> Uh, so I called in last week asking advice uh, for what I have to do for my four years, and I was just going to call and update you guys. What did we tell you? Uh, you told me to take her, you know, downtown to walk around and uh, maybe have a picnic or something like that, and Good that's advice. pretty much exactly what I did. All right, tell me more. So what happens here? You, you go get in the car? How'd you set it up? Uh, so we... Uh, we drove my truck downtown and we parked and uh, I had a blanket and a, you know, old style picnic basket and I set it out for us and I brought my guitar and uh, so we ate and I played a song for her on the guitar and sang to her and uh, at the end of the night before we left, I gave her a promise ring. What'd you promise her? I promised her that the next time that ring came off of her finger, it was getting replaced by an engagement ring. First things first, great job on the four-year anniversary. Yeah. However, if you're pulling out a ring at a four-year mark, I got to imagine it'd be and more than a, a promise a, ring. How, how, what, what were her thoughts on the promise ring? Unless y'all have previously discussed that that's the order of things. You're going to do a promise ring and then an engagement. Or was she blindsided by the promise ring? Well, we've, we've kind of discussed that okay. before. And uh, we were kind of, you know, wanting to wait because she, she gets her degree in two years and uh, we were kind of wanting to wait for when she gets through school to get married and settle down and start all that. How old are she you, Nate? wanted to make her. I'm 20 years old and she's 19. Oh, you sound like oh, you're yeah. 50. Yeah, 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 you're good. Sure. You're good, dude. You're good. Are you related to Josh <laughs> Turner? Holy crap. Okay, I take that back. <laughs> I'm not. If you started dating at 16, but still. A if, promise ring sounds so much more appropriate right now. <laughs> if I pulled out a promise ring right now, if I went to Caitlin and I was <laughs> like, hey, I was like, hey, baby. You mean so much to me, and I pull out a little box, and I'm like, this means I promise you the next ring, I'll be dead. Oh, uh-huh. that's hilarious. But, Nate, uh, you just sounded older. However, yeah. let's say this. Great job. You took her out. On an anniversary like that, it's just about effort effort from you. And so A-plus right. there, buddy. And I appreciate the update. So, wait, when do you think? Two more yeah, years but- or so until you get engaged? Oh, yes, sir. That's why I'm thinking about that, probably. All right. How- At what age did your voice start to be this deep? Oh, <laughs> uh, probably around 16 or 17. He came out of his mom like this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Give me milk. <laughs> oh. All right, Nate, appreciate you, bud. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks for the update. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, guys. <laughs> See you later. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's the big story. Close it up there. Thank you very much. Bobby's Big Story. The next segment is the segment that we have been waiting for for months. A segment that has been the topic of discussion. I don't even remember what the segment is. 
I just remember Amy said something to me about this months ago. No, uh, no I said something to your girlfriend. Yeah. She said something to you. I never brought it to you as something to share. And then, Which makes it even more exciting. Yeah, but, Cannot wait. Okay. Cannot wait. All right. The next segment, major drama. Is there drama? I mean... Major drama. Hey, question. Yeah. What's finagling me? Yeah, what does that mean? It's well, like... messing with something to make it work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you tinker with it a little bit, and you... Yeah. Let me be honest with you. I have no idea what the story is. <laughs> Amy hit me during that song and was like, hey... How do we make this story better? I was like, I don't remember the story. So let's just see how yeah, good it is. Yeah, of course next. you don't, because you have made you made it into a movie trailer. First of all, you brought it to the air. Yeah. And then I said, I don't want to talk about that. That's all. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I actually still don't want to say it, but now I have to. But oh. that makes me want to hear it even exactly. more. But it's not. You're selling it now so I, wonderfully. Now I double the art of the radio tease. No, 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 no. Yeah. I double don't want to say it now. I didn't want to say it before because yeah. of other people that might hear it. Then, now I double don't want to say it because it's really not that big of a deal. But is there voting? There was a vote. I'm Game time, vote. baby! Yeah. <laughs> All right, that segment is next. If oh, you leave, dear. you're going to miss what almost nobody's talking about at work today. <laughs> Here is Cheryl from Erie, Pennsylvania. I listened to you on 93.9 The Wolf. I just started listening to you a couple months ago. I love all you guys. Good morning, crew. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate that. If you're new to the show, we appreciate you. If you've lasted with us, man, we're surprised and we appreciate you both. <laughs> so we're just very grateful for you guys and everybody listening in Erie, PA, thank you. Everybody listening to Portland, you know, we're still new there. I consider anywhere we went on during the pandemic to be still brand new because people are still getting somewhat back to normal. I think we're going to get pulled off normal again when fall and winter hit. Oh, you think? We're all indoors and Corona's bopping around a little more than it is now. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling that I have. So 2021, we're back with a vengeance, baby. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. after winter time. Yes, yeah, spring. It's January still. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-2021, we're back. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, that's what's up. Uh, you guys ready for the story? Can we get a drum roll, Ray? Amy told me a long time ago. Can you tell the story right? I don't ever? remember the story. That's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> I, your girlfriend was at my house. We, I was walking to her car. I casually said, she, she said something. And then I said, oh, well, you know, this is what happened. What did she say? She was like, oh, I really love the paint color of your house. Okay. Paint. Check. Yeah. So, and then I said, <laughs> well, this is what happened. And then, oh, there had to be a vote. And then I went and did a few things and. Because it was denied, and did a little something, and then 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 the vote happened again. No, I'm confused. Happened. There was a recount. Am I telling <laughs> wow. the story now? Yeah, we're about to tell it now. Like now, now. Yeah, yeah. But then she told me. But and I'm then just I saying, it, it was so casual. It took me about 30 seconds to tell her this story. She got in the car, she left. I guess she went home and told you. Then the next day at work, something comes up about my house, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, I heard that story about the pit." And I go, "I don't want to talk about that." And that that is the origin of this whole thing happening that has now... I'm so titillated right now. <laughs> I'm so excited the way you don't yeah. want to talk about it. Because it's just so dumb. All right, here we go. What happened, Woo! Amy? Okay. Oh, there's no trailer leading into it? No. Okay. So this is the movie. We moved into our new house a few months ago, and it was a color. It's like a brick color, or just brick, regular brick. But I like white, so I wanted to paint the brick white. Then... Uh, I, I learned that we have a HOA 
I've never lived in a neighborhood as an adult with a HOA. So I thought, what? Because last time I want to pay my house, I didn't have to ask anybody. So then we had to present our desired paint color to the board of the HOA. First of all. Did you have to walk up to a group of people? No, I don't know. This is all on email, I guess. I don't know who's all on the board. But I know some of my neighbors now, and I think they are. But so then I was like, are you the one that voted no on my paint color? So they voted no the first <laughs> so time you I sent it in? So I submitted a paint color. And apparently my neighbor has that exact color. And they were like, mm, we have that color. <laughs> oh, wow. Politics. So, oh, it got, man. so it got denied. And that is the color <laughs> I wanted. Mm. Like the color. It's my favorite. So then I thought, well, what am I going to do? Like, I have to shift gears. I don't know how to not have this color. It's the color I want. So then I go to the paint store and I said, can you match this color with another? Like, what is this color? But with that's another name, you know? Basically, you want the same color, just name something different. Yeah. Yeah. So they came back and they said, oh, well, if you want that color, it's this brand under da 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 And I said... Okay, thank so you. that one's under Sherman Williams mm-hmm. and one's ever, Super Egg White. And then there's Benjamin Moore. Yeah, there's different. Yeah. Yeah. So then I send the email. Okay. Thank you for your consideration. We found a new color. <laughs> and this is the one we would like to paint it. And they reply back. Approved. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, painted our house that color. And yes, if you pull up, it is the same color <laughs> as my neighbor's house. So, it does seem a little, but our houses are built differently, so it's fine. But in my mind, every time I pull up, I'm like, look at this. That's a good So, yes, there was, this is the story that involves paint. Yeah. It involves a vote, mm-hmm. well, two votes, and then some finagling. Will your neighbor that has the same paint color hear this by any chance? Now that's what I don't know, mm-hmm. because I feel like I've gotten to know them. And again, I don't know who was voting, but I just hope that everything is fine, because they're super cool. And But I've never brought up the whole paint thing. It's an interesting thing, though. Just get a different brand. It's a different name. Yep. Yeah. Same color, different name. And but they've already cleared it. You did nothing. Nothing. I didn't wrong. do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Not. I didn't do. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I think that maybe they probably wanted me to shift gears, like do something a little bit different. But no, I. And you my, did. You did a different a de- brand. <laughs> yes, I did. All right, there it is. That's hey, what a great story. Amy, wow. that was not a letdown. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Oh, okay. That's fantastic. Right. I feel more radios flying toward us right now. <laughs> Their friends are. You, did you hear this story? We get, You got to put it on this show. Amazing. The highest court in Ireland has ruled that Subway sandwiches bread is not bread because it has too much sugar. What? What? Uh huh. Ireland's highest court isn't sweet on tax breaks for footlongs, the story says. (laughs) The country's Supreme Court ruled that the starch used in Subway sandwiches is too sugary to meet the definition of bread, period. In deciding whether to give the fast food chain a tax break for serving a staple food item, the five-judge panel ruled that the bread's sugar-to-flour content is roughly five times too high. Very sugar-filled. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess they won't get the the tax break. And if they want it, they need to rethink their ingredients. According to Nutrition Facts, 
A six-inch white bread roll has five grams of sugar. That's similar to an Oreo. Wow. One Oreo, though. Come on. It's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, now I'm like, okay, just five grams. Okay, lighten up. Police find 87 pounds of marijuana on a San Francisco to Nashville flight. Whoa. Oh. Which is a lot. Yeah. I mean, you have to be so tight the whole time when you have that in the flight. Nashville Airport Police say they found 87 pounds of marijuana in luggage on a flight from San Francisco. Dog sniffing dog Havoc alerted officers to the drugs in the two bags. Police identified the 26-year-old California man who bribed them because his name was on the luggage tags. Oh, man. He said police could check the bags, but they didn't have a key for the locks on the bags. Transportation Security Administration opened the bags, found two bales of marijuana. They also found 34 grams of THC gummies in his backpack. Mm. I would just be freaking out the whole time. I would need a bunch of those gummies just to get me from San Francisco to Nashville. Yeah, how did he think he was going to do that? I bet you he's done it before. I don't feel like this is a first-run type thing. Or it is. Uh, or I, got, or I, got. I don't know. This sounds like a lot to risk on someone who's that's, never done it before. That's mm. true. But he's you, like, if I lock it up and I don't have the key, then I guess we're good. <laughs> it's kind of dumb, but yeah. The whole thing seems a bit yeah. dumb. But again, he's probably pulled it off six or seven times. Hmm. And then finally gets caught. Uh, let's go over and talk to Angela in Georgia, who has decided to call us, and we appreciate that. Angela, what's going on? Hi, studio. Love y'all. Thank you. Okay. Um, I was with my husband for seven years, and we I proposed to him. We celebrated our five-year anniversary last Friday. That makes 12 years total. He was so complacent, he would have just sat right beside me to this day and been my girlfriend. So tell her I said, go for it. Because if he, you know, this life is short and you don't have time to piddle around if he's not really into it. That's right. No piddling. We had a caller earlier asking about, should she just propose to her boyfriend? And I was like, well, let's look at the situation. But I love that. She's lived it. That's practical advice right there. Mm -hmm. So appreciate that call, Angela. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Love y'all. All right. Let's go over to Kayla in Virginia who is standing by. Hey, Kayla, how are you? Hey, Bobby, I'm good. How are y'all? Pretty good. Morning. 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 Um, Okay, so I need some advice. So I'm pregnant with triplets, and I'm currently um, on bed rest. And so, yeah, tell me about it. Um, So I've just had, like, a lot of time to think. And since when my husband and I first found out that we were expecting triplets, he said that he wanted to wait to name them until they get here. But since I've had so much time to think, I started to make a list of names and I kind of want to go ahead and name them. So is it bad that I've started to kind of make a list and not really tell him or should I just respect his wishes and just wait till they get here? This is what I'm going to tell you. You are on bed rest with triplets. You can pretty much do whatever you dang please. If you want to tell him, hey, I've already named the babies. I think that's a discussion. But right now you win all arguments. You're pregnant with triplets in the bed. That, to me, is the—that's that's such a sacrifice. So I think you should just say, hey, how's he been with you, by the way? Because I'm sure you've been feeling hormonal, pray. I mean, how's that been? Oh, I mean, he's been great. I mean, if anyone else needs um, a partner or supporter, I mean, I would gladly offer him up. I mean, he's the best. Oh. He's oh. been really great. But I just want to go ahead. She's well, subleasing you know, her, her husband. Needs yeah, 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 yeah. That's how awesome he is. Yeah. I would just have but a talk no, with them. No, no, he's been great. Say, say, I've already named them. How do you feel about these names? And then see what happens. But I feel like right now you win everything if it's close. If it's a, 
if there's a tie, tie goes to the pregnant lady. <laughs> so uh, I feel like, yeah, have the talk. What are you thinking? You have, do you know what you're going to have? Three boys, three girls, a mixture? We're having all boys. So, um, yeah, we thought it was just fraternal twins for a while because that's what my OB told me. And then a little after 12 weeks, they're like, oh, actually, there's another one. And you have a set of identical twins and then the fraternal. And we were like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so does this run in your family or did yeah. y'all do IVF? Or? No, no, this is spontaneous. So, we, I mean, there's no multiples on either side of our family. So this was a complete surprise. Oh, <laughs> Are you going to go broke? That's Gosh. three kids at once. That's yeah, that sounds that's like hard. so much money. I know. <laughs> it is. You know, we're not trying to think about that. We're just feeling really grateful to even have this experience because, I mean, all babies are miracles. So we're well, trying to take it day by day. I've been inspired by this call. Mm-hmm. I'm now going to give Kayla a $100 Walmart gift card. Because you know what? Isn't that like half a bag of diapers? I mean, yes. let's be honest. That's fine. Diapers, wipes, all of that. It's yeah. great. So, and it may not help you now. It may help you with something else. But this is the really the least I can do for you. Uh, a $100 Walmart gift card and use it for whatever you want. Okay, Kayla? Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's so sweet. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, what are the names that you think you like? <laughs> Well, there's like 25 names. So I don't know if you really want me to go through mm. all of that. But, I Good mean, point. we're definitely going to name one Anthony after his um, late father. Um, How could he hate that? Yeah, like that? so you've got that. Yeah, I'd be like, I mean, one of them's down. Yeah, so we, ha- yeah, we have that. But, I mean, coming up with, you know, five other names is kind of hard. So he, my husband's a really big golfer, so he's trying to find names that sound like good golfing names. Bobby mm-hmm. Jones. Bobby for Bobby Jones. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Bobby. <laughs> All the Bobbies. I was going to say for the three, if they didn't have Anthony, it would just be Bobby Eddie Lunchbox. Oh, Amy, that's such a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that. listen, <laughs> Kayla, thank you. Stay on hold. I'm going to get you this uh, Walmart gift card, okay? Oh, wow. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, hold on a second. Let me say this. Walmart photo invites you to stay connected to the ones you love by making beautiful prints photo books, and wall art from all your favorite photos taken during your time spent at home. All right, let's go to Emily in Indiana. Emily, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Um, I was just calling in. I was driving, and I wanted to tell you that it is now October, and I am still thinking about your darn April Fool's joke this year. (laughs) Of everything that's happened, it was so good. Um, my family listens to your show and we all talk about it and things we hear on the Bobby Bones show. And my brother-in-law called in every day on his way to work. And one day he called in like 30 times because we all would talk about it. We'd be like, how does no one in America know that that is obviously Morgan Freeman? And we just kept getting so mad. And we were like, gosh, America is doomed (laughs) because no one knows who that is. But you got us. Well, I'm glad you can still think about that. (laughs) If you're just new to the show, about a month out, sometime in early March, I started playing a clip going, hey, can anyone name this celebrity? We'll give away some cash. And people kept missing it. And it was obviously Morgan Freeman. But we had people lined up to miss it on purpose to drive everybody crazy. <laughs> and then on April Fool's Day, we were like, guys, it's a joke. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for remembering that and bringing that back up. Yeah, yeah. You guys are great. All right. Thank you. Have a good day, Emily. Yep. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Check out the podcast on today's show. Amy finally told her a big story that we've been waiting for months to hear about a vote and paint and finagling. And listen, it's pretty good, huh? Really good. Really good. Lived up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, you undersold it. Okay. Yeah.
Go okay. and hear that. Search Bobby Bone Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, tomorrow, Jake Owens on the show. Here's a voicemail we got late last night. Hey, I just wanted to call in, uh, listening to the show. You wanted somebody to call in on October 1st and bring up the Tashira being able to get a TV with Amy again. <laughs> Love listening to y'all. I mean... We appreciate our listeners for bringing this stuff <laughs> yes. up. We forget. Yeah, thank you. So about a month ago, we said, let's bring it back up. Any chance your daughter gets a TV in her room? Not yet. Nope. Nope. And actually, she hasn't even brought it up in the last week or so. So... Hopefully she's not listening right now. If she brings it up again, what's the answer? Not right now. The answer is we're not... Christmas? We're not talking about it right now. Well, you know what she's asking for for Christmas now. What? A, a cell phone. Well, you get her that. I'll bring her the TV. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uncle what? Bobby shows up with a big old red bow on a big TV. You got it. Here you go. All right. TV and a phone. Okay. She's 13. Yeah. Well, by Christmas, she'll be 13 and a half. She already told me that. That's good <laughs> That's for her. So, okay, the answer is still no TV. Yeah, still no TV. All right, here's one more voicemail we got last night. Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, guys. Just want to say love your show. Love Morgan number two a whole lot better, though. Oh, boy, she pretty. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. <laughs> That's Jim from Georgia. Thanks, Jim. Ooh, boy, she's pretty. Is single? <laughs> here's what's up tomorrow. Jake Owen will be by. He's the best guest we have on the show. The pound for pound, the most entertaining, compelling guest we have. He's going to bring his guitar. That's all I said is, hey, bring your guitar up because he can play pretty much anything right on the spot. So always good, <clears throat> excuse me, always good talking to Jake Owen. I'm going to go home. Here's what I'm doing today. Here we go. Here's This is my music. Here we go. Hit, hit me with that Mr. Rogers, Raymondo. Um, I'm going to go home and try to get better. Tomorrow when I come in, I'm about 10% better than yesterday. Tomorrow, I'm looking to be another 10% better. I'm going to beat this thing. I'm never going to miss a day at work. How are you going to do that? How are you going to beat it? Get, Just the, rest? The, here's the best way to beat any sort of illness. Ready? Yeah. Sleep. Oh. Sleep one, water one A. One B. One B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brain's not exactly right right now. Because when you sleep, your body shuts down and it's able to attack all the bad stuff. So otherwise, no, nothing's getting fixed. Sleep and water wow. to, ever if you're okay. sick. That's it. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Amy, what's up? We got a soccer game today. So our second one. Your daughter week. does? Yeah. yeah. No, we. That's if she wins, does she get a TV? No, they won on t- Tuesday. But if she scores a goal. Or Monday or whatever. Bit, day if she scores a goal, yes. can she have a TV? Do no, it, not right now. Uh. I've been telling you that's the answer. So I don't know. I got to go get you know, snacks, make sure we're ready, get my team colors on, our soccer chairs. <laughs> nice. We'll be all ready to go. Okay, thank you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you on Friday's show. Tomorrow, Friday morning dance party, and Jake Owen, and the guy that found the nine-carat diamond. Yeah. All, all tomorrow. That's right. All right, bye, guys. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show.